Welcome to The Intuitive Customer, where we discuss how you can improve your customer experience and your bottom line by embracing behavioral economics. And now, here are your hosts, world-renowned thought leader on customer experience, Colin Shaw, and Professor Ryan Hamilton from Emory University. In theory and practice are both eliciting positive feelings for a brand. The difference is, and why I say CX is the new marketing, because it takes it to the next level of that constant measurement. And they were effectively going, well, if we improve our customer experience, does that mean that we don't need to do marketing anymore? Colin, guilty, and uh, <laughs> I like I think, you already. <laughs> I think beheading is the only possible solution to the problem of Colin Jones. So. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. This court is now in session. Presiding over the court is Professor Ryan Hamilton. Against the motion is Colin Shaw. For the motion is Stacey Sherman. Hello, everybody. We're starting off this podcast in a slightly different way. Stacey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So glad to be here. So for those of you that don't know Stacy, you should. Stacy and I have been doing a clubhouse. One of the great things about clubhouse is you can have some really interesting debates. And one of the debates that we had recently was, is customer experience the new marketing? Stacy and I came at it from sort of different viewpoints. And I thought it'd be really interesting to, to have this debate and have Ryan as the judge. How, how about that, Ryan? I mean, I, I love that. And I'd, I'd appreciate it if you introduced me that way every episode. <laughs> and I'm excited for this. But I got to tell you, Colin, I'm I'm ready to rule. So, um, Colin, guilty. And uh, <laughs> I like I you think, already. I think beheading is the only possible solution to the problem of Colin Shaw. So it, this was a fun episode and I really appreciate it. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to the debate. Uh, this, this should be fun. Good. So, Stacey, before we start, um, maybe you could just uh, tell people about yourself. Yes, thank you. So, um, yeah, Stacey Sherman, I am the Director of Customer Experience and Employee Engagement at a global corporation by day, and I am doing CX right by night and helping people to understand how to differentiate their brands by doing CX right, not just talking about it, so that real human connections and happiness exist. The regular listeners will know that we use a principle beyond philosophy, which is uh, none of us are as clever as all of us. Having that open debate, I think, is really important. I'd like to add, Colin, that you're awesome for throwing grenades in the middle of the session. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like to mix it up a bit. So let's start off that mixing up a bit, shall we? So there seems to be a phrase that I'm hearing a lot more of, which is why, we, why we're having this podcast, which is customer experience is the new marketing. Let me start off by giving you my 
thoughts of whether that's the case or not. And then Stacey's going to give her thoughts and then uh, we're going to just have a debate about it, basically. And Ryan can ask us questions. And at the end of it, Ryan's going to give us his view as a... Totally as a fair and unbiased, unbiased. adjudication. Yeah. And let me just press this button here, which sends $100 to Ryan. <laughs> but Colin, I think it's important for the audience to know that we all do have a marketing background. Correct. And so that's what really makes this fun, because... You know, we have a heart and passion for marketing, but then CX came into the picture. Uh, I certainly fell into it years ago. So, so this is, yeah, let's bring it on. Yeah, no, abs- absolutely. So my thoughts are, is customer experience the new marketing? So the, the concept, I believe, is that because if you improve your customer experience, then you will gain more customers. And therefore, spending time or spending, if you've spent, I don't know, I'm going to extreme now, the marketing budget on improving your customer experience, then that would be more worthwhile than just going out and doing your traditional marketing, okay? And I have to say, I personally disagree with that. And the reason I disagree with that is because whilst I agree with the sentiment in the sense of clearly improving your customer experience is is important and will gain you more revenue, and we've obviously got lots of evidence of that, I think that it shouldn't be replacing the traditional marketing. What's your thoughts, Stacey? So clearly there is a blend And clearly, the departments of marketing and customer experience have to work together. No question. With that said, marketing over time has been so much about creating a consistency, a brand feeling, colors, the logo, there's messaging, And so much of that is affecting, when we think about a customer journey, that awareness and that interest staged a lot. But CX, customer experience, takes that to another level. And it's the holistic perspective, not just at the beginning of that awareness stage, but all the way through to the buying, getting, using, and paying and getting help. So that's why I say there's definitely a merger and a blend, but it's it, CX is taking it completely to a different place. So Ryan, maybe I'll ask you this question. Who do you think should define a customer experience? what part of the organization and one of the things that we discussed on clubhouse was there's a difference between theory and practice so maybe i should ask you this ryan from a with your academic hat on theory perspective theory perspective i'm going to do the most academic thing possible which is (laughs) not answer your question and turn it back around to you to answer some of my questions okay Socrates called this the Socratic method. I just call it being a jerk. <laughs> I've got no And I have in to tell you, mate, you're particularly good at it. <laughs> oh, thanks, Colin. <laughs> no, I, I, debates like this, 
I find often resolve themselves if we get a little bit more specific on definitions. Right. Um, or if they don't resolve themselves, they become more interesting and, and more pointed. So I, I would like both of you to give me definitions of marketing and of customer experience, because I sometimes we kind of talk past each other and have different ideas of what marketing is, for example, sure. um, or what encompasses customer experience. Is it a set of actions or is it a perspective on the firm and on service? Sure. So why don't we start there? Um, can we settle on definitions of these two big ideas? Yeah. Okay. I've written in my books, various different definitions of customer experience. And when I say various different definitions, they're various because I think that they've effectively improved as, as time's gone on. For me, a customer experience is a, is about the interaction that a person has with the organization. And it is, as again, as listeners will know here, it's about rational, emotional, subconscious, and psychological aspects. It's across the entirety of their interaction with that organization. So it could be from not just talking to, to the organization at a contact center. It could be when they're passing a billboard. Uh, it could be when they see an article about the company or the industry in a magazine or something like that. So it's the entirety of the experience that that person has with the organization. On a marketing perspective, I actually pulled up the definition of marketing from the American Marketing Association. And this is what the American Marketing Association says marketing is. It is marketing is the activity, set of institutions and processes for creating, communicating, delivering and exchanging offerings that have value to customers, clients, partners and society of, at large. And apparently they relook at this every three years and this was approved in 2017. You know, for me, and I'm going to shut up in a minute, for me, marketing defines the market we are in and therefore should be defining the experience that we you deliver in that market to market the products or services that you have so if you started at the beginning it would be it would be marketing's role to determine the experience that the organization gave to the customer what's your thoughts stacy how would you answer ryan's question so I like what you said. My difference of view is that I don't see marketing breaking silos across the organization. I don't see marketing designing that end-to-end -end experience. Let me interrupt you for a moment. Is that then, because I, I think we need to separate the difference between theory and practice. Because in theory... I would disagree with you. In practice, I would agree with you because <laughs> marketing departments aren't like that. Yeah, I mean, it's just reality. And marketing, again, is instrumental to the partnership with customer experience. But customer experience teams are marrying the marketing, 
the finance team to own the experience of bill and pay. I mean, the CX team is really bringing it all together. So that's why I say that CX is taking marketing to the next level. And maybe you just defined it. Maybe CX is bridging the gap between theory and what's actually happening. Mm. Ron? I mean, that's very helpful. And I think we already are getting more specific and more useful here. If we're talking about marketing as a discipline, which is what I think Colin is, is talking about when we're talking about marketing in theory, then customer experience is clearly a sub-discipline under marketing. Because the way I would define marketing as a discipline starts back with, you know, segmentation and targeting and, and uh, defining the customer and positioning the offering, you can't really define the customer experience until you've defined the customer first. And so for me, from a theory standpoint, I think that customer experience can't replace marketing because it's a subset of marketing. I wasn't going to say it replaces. At the same time, I also don't believe what you said that CX would sit within marketing. I believe that, I mean, that's a great debate too. Where does it sit? Before you start a debate with me, Stacey, remember I am the judge <laughs> on this one. So yes. I, I've, yes. I've already handed out one death sentence today. So um, <laughs> go ahead though. Say, say what you were going to say. Um, yeah. I've don't, got a pen in my hand. Ryan, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Stop okay. intimidating the witness, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, I mean, so, you know, there is this there is this difference of, you know, different companies have CMOs and there's CXOs. And of course, there's different rules, different thoughts behind that. But again, I, I do believe there is clearly a blend and we do agree on persona development and journey map or sorry persona development and segmentation is what marketing and cx do absolutely same rule same thought process the difference is what you then do with that is a different practice to show our appreciation we are pleased to offer you a 50 percent discount on my book Unlocking the Hidden Customer Experience, Extraordinary Stories of Remarkable Success. I give a number of examples of how the hidden customer experience has a huge impact upon growth and revenues. Please just go to beyondphilosophy.com backslash unlock. That's beyondphilosophy.com backslash unlock and use the promotional code podcast50. That's podcast50. Again, I think that when we're when we get good on these defining these concepts or constructs, we're starting to get closer together. I would agree that in you know the distinction Colin made earlier, in practice, we have a you know a marketing group within the organization, and we have a CX group within the organization, and that the way that those are constructed may facilitate communicating with other areas as a discipline, as kind of a a theory we're talking about things at a more conceptual level. So there may be a discussion around like, how do you actually get things done? And framing things around customer experience may just be a better way of getting things done in the real world, which I would be on board with. Colin? I think the issue for me is this. And again, I know I'm coming at this from a, a sort of a purist 
perspective or, or, or I think you're using the word discipline, right? And I sometimes think it's sort of, it's helpful to go, so if you were starting a company, what would you do? And you had these different departments. So here's something that's sort of interesting. Uh, well, I think it's interesting anyway. The who determines how you go about selling something? So who determines if you're in a B2B that you need account managers? Who determines whether, because you could either have account managers, you could have people that are selling over the telephone, you could not do any of that, you could determine that you're going to sell everything through third parties, you could determine that you are going to sell everything digitally. And for me, and again, this is where I'm sort of coming at this, I guess, from a more purist perspective, which is that for me, by the very nature of the word marketing, you are turning around and saying, there is a market here that we have a product or service that we're trying to sell into. And how do we address that market? So we need to do segmentation. We need to identify personas. How are we going to now address that market? Well, we need to have account managers. We don't need to have account managers, whatever it may be. What's the experience that we want our customers to have? What are the things that drive value? Well, let's do research with them. And all those things are things that I would be, from a theory perspective, be saying that those are marketing choices because they determine the market. Now, if I flipped it the other way and went, okay, now let's look in practically. Clearly, there are lots of organizations where the marketing teams are not in that position. In fact, I would suggest that the majority of organizations don't have the marketing groups in that situation. The difference between what we're saying here is the difference between a theory and the practice. Okay, so in practice, do I think that customer experience is the new marketing? Well, no, I still struggle with that. I'm not sure if I'm making sense now. So what you do, where I think, again, there's a blend, but then there's a difference. The blend is that marketing and CX, in theory and practice, are both eliciting positive feelings for a brand. The difference is, and why I say CX is the new marketing, because it takes it to the next level of that constant measurement. Are those positive feelings actually happening? Are expectations being met? And it is that continuous measurement and fixing and closing the loop that marketing alone doesn't do in the same way. Maybe let's take it down a level and go, so what's a practical example of that then? Customer experience is the new marketing. What does that mean in practice? I believe, and again, it's it's such a blend. So I'm not sure that it's, it's all one person with the same skill sets. However, However, in, in an example, I would say that let's take customer onboarding. So there's this mutual passion to create a positive first impression. 
And marketing will help develop the collateral, the content in partnership with the customer centricity. And CX is, I'd say, at the forefront of really understanding what does the customer want? What do they need to have a great experience and elicit the positive feelings? And bring that outside view into designing the onboarding experience and then putting it to market and measuring that. By what you're saying is you're assuming that there is someone, a department, a person, a team that is a customer experience team. Is that right? Yes, because if not, you're designing it from the inside and hope it sticks and don't know. Okay. You've got the CX team led by whoever, and it doesn't really matter how many people are in it, but they are defining those things. So how is it the new marketing, though? That's the bit I'm struggling with, because that sort of implies to me that you don't need to do marketing anymore as long as you get your customer experience right. No, you definitely need marketing, which is the messaging to solicit those feelings and that brand image. However, that's why there's this blend and whether that individual who has the CX skills and practice, practitioner, if that person can also design and creatively and put forth that message and that design. Many times it's not the same person, it's just different skill sets, but the concept is that you would design the experience, you would, from the outside in, you would create something to make sure that it matches that feeling of what the customer is looking for, and then validate it again, that it meets their needs. So again, it's a blend of the messaging, of the look and feel, of the consistency that meets what the customer says they want and need. So Stacey, let me do to you what Colin does to me at at the end of most podcast episodes, which is I'll, I'll lay out some beautiful idea, some wonderful theory, and then he'll say, yeah, but so what? So I'll, I'll ask both of you then this question, like, why does this debate matter? Like, what what is the, I mean, is this kind of cocktail party conversation among experts? Like, what's the practical implication of this change in, in perspective? So if I were to consider customer experience in the new marketing, what's different? Why does this matter? The so what is that some organizations only have marketing. Some organizations also have CX and some don't. And what I would like to see is the awareness and understanding that you absolutely need both. And whether it's a human being who has that all around skill set, or maybe it's two different people or teams, but there is a merge. You can't just have traditional marketing alone There's got to be that collaboration, and that's how you win as a company. I think that's good. I think the issue for me is, I guess it's just down to interpretation. I find this sort of intellectually quite interesting. And I think for me, the practical part here is going, 
what should it be? If I was either setting up my own company and doing this, if I was advising a client on what this meant, and they were effectively going, well, if we improve our customer experience, does that mean that we don't need to do marketing anymore? Certainly, I would be going, well, no, it doesn't actually mean that at all. What it means is that there is, if you're improving your experience, you're going to be gaining more, but you know that should be done in conjunction with the, with the marketing team. I think you two don't actually disagree. I thought that maybe the disagreement was rooted in the definitions of marketing and customer experience, but now I believe that the difference is rooted in the definition of new. I think that uh, <laughs> I think that Stacy, when you say customer experience is the new marketing, you mean something different than what what Colin means when he says customer experience is the new marketing. <laughs> I suspect that's the difference. Maybe it's just the difference between the fact that Stacy's young and I'm old. Maybe that's the difference. <laughs> well, let's never discount that. Yeah. But maybe maybe what I'm actually saying that the light bulb's going off right now, maybe CX is marketing 2.0, right? Maybe like there's a blend. It's not one replaces the other, but I believe that marketing has taken on such a different level than when I studied it in school, when I went for my MBA, when I was leading marketing in organizations. It's it, There's a 2.0 or 3.0 to it, which is this CX thing. So it doesn't replace, but I also say that you need if there's a CMO, you need a CXO at your hip, at, you know, by your side. Would it be fair to, to phrase it as marketing cannot be done now without CX? Yes. I'll agree with that. Guys, I'm not just a judge. I'm a marriage counselor. <laughs> I'm just over here solving problems. <laughs> Colin, we need to renegotiate um, the, uh, the pay structure. Thank you. Clubhouse can go on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah well until done, Colin throws his next hand grenade. grenade. You don't think he's done, do you? Ryan, I'm conscious of time and, and, you know, I could generally talk about this for another half an hour, but the listener will be glad to know that we're not. What's your final judgment? Where do you end up? Well, I mean, my final judgment is I think that there's not as much of a debate here as it started with. I, I think that we fundamentally all agree on the importance of, of customer experience. And I, I like the way that Stacey phrased it at the end there, that the experience, focusing on the experience became important and the importance of the experience in marketing and in, in kind of business in general has only grown and will continue to grow and is going to be fundamental and kind of central to marketing and, and the effort of the entire business. So I think we're all in agreement there. I mean, in, in terms of judgment though, uh, yeah, Colin's guilty and um, headed for the <laughs> I like you. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm drunk on my own power. Right. How do I appeal this? <laughs> uh, you you file your appeals with me, and I'm I'm very efficient. The appeal has been denied. So I'm going to go to a higher court. <laughs> That's great, Stacey. Any last thoughts from you? No, I love this conversation because we're all marketers at heart, and we're all humanizing 
so much of the workplace. So this was fun and I'd love to continue. That's the key thing. Okay. I go back to the phrase that we use all the time, which is none of us are as clever as all of us. I genuinely believe that no one has got all the answers. And it's only through this type of discussion and debate that you get to a better place, basically. And I will say, you know, I've ribbed Colin enough during this, but I, I've I've seen Colin put that into practice. That's not a platitude where he's called all hands meetings within his organization and tried to generate ideas from everybody and, and anywhere to try to improve things. I do want to say that one thing I really appreciate is I want to equate to look the game tennis. When I play tennis against somebody who's better than good, really good, either great as, as equivalent player or better, my game goes up and then their game goes up. And I do find when I have these conversations with Colin, I, I get smarter and hopefully add some value back. And that's what makes it so wonderful. So let's keep playing tennis. And I know that Colin feels that way about conversations with me. I'm, you yeah. know, I don't get as much, but mm. you know. <laughs> let, me, let me think about that. Yeah. Especially after I've just had a judgment come down on me. A <laughs> couple of things. First of all, please join us on uh, Clubhouse because we have these conversations and, and, and uh, you know, it, it is fascinating. So if you're on Clubhouse, then please join us. I've got a few invites. I haven't got many. But if you, if you want an invite, then ping us. Just tell us that you're a listener and I can share with you um, any invites that I've got. It's going to be on a first-come, first-served basis. So if you want to ping us at contact at beyondphilosophy.com, that's contact at beyondphilosophy.com, uh, then we'll do that. Stacy, it's been really great having you on the show and it's really great having the debates with you. And I love the fact that you've got an opinion and I think that's really, really important. If people want to get hold of you, I know you've got your own podcast and various different things. How do they get hold of you? Yes, I welcome it at doingcxright.com and you'll find two co-authored books there and my blog and podcasts and Forbes articles and all that good stuff. So I'm glad to help keep that conversation going and the education. Wonderful. Thank you, Stacey. If anybody's got any questions or opinions on this, as you can see, it's sort of one of these things that's sort of still formulating, and certainly in my mind, again, just ping us. It would be good to hear other people's views. So thanks very much. I'm now going to do whatever it is I need to do to make sure that Ryan is not a judge anymore, <laughs> and that is have a word with myself, I think. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks a lot, and uh, see you next week. Cheers. This has been The Intuitive Customer with Colin Shaw and Professor Ryan Hamilton. But it doesn't end here. Just go to beyondphilosophy.com slash podcast to find all of our shows, access free tools and resources, and subscribe, won't you? That way you'll never miss a show. That's beyondphilosophy.com slash podcast. And we'll talk with you next time on The Intuitive Customer.